Hello everyone and welcome back to the Lifting Club podcast. I'm Jazz and I'll be bringing you fitness education with practical application. Okay, welcome back. I hope you all had a brilliant festive holiday period, whether you celebrate Christmas or not. I hope you've relaxed, recharged the batteries and spent some nice time with loved ones. And happy new year. This will be going up on the first Monday of the new year. So what better time to talk a bit about New Year's resolutions and goals. Now you're probably going to see a fair amount of posts and people saying, oh you know, you don't have to wait till the new year to start goals and most New Year's resolutions fail. And it is right that we shouldn't always just wait for the next Monday or the next new year to start goals and we can start working towards those things at any time. And quite a lot of New Year's resolutions do fail and that is true. But I don't think that is a reason to not try and to not bother. There's something called the fresh start effect, and this is backed by, you know, behavioural research, in that landmark fresh starts are a good time for people to start working towards new things. So on a smaller scale, it's like a Monday. And, you know, there's it's a mixed kind of bag in terms of like, oh, you know, diet stops on Monday. But human nature is that on a Monday or even better in the new year, we've got that desire and we see that as a page turning moment to be able to start something new. And so I'm a bit in kind of two minds. I totally believe that we don't have to wait for those moments and actually change can happen at any time. And I think if you keep waiting for the next fresh start, then you're going to be just going through your whole life like that. But that being said, I think this is a great time of year to do some reflection and to do some goal setting. And there's nothing wrong with that. And just because a lot of people fail at their New Year's resolutions and things, okay, well, we don't have to be those people. And how can we make it so that we can set goals and work towards things that we're actually going to achieve? So that's going to be the topic of this podcast, how we can avoid failing our New Year's resolutions, I guess. And in my opinion, it is going to come down to this kind of hierarchy of looking at the goals and the resolutions perhaps that we're setting for ourselves and kind of breaking it down into what the behavioural change or the behaviour is that we need to be doing on the small scale that will add up to that larger goal. So you might have this kind of superordinate goal at the top, which is your overarching thing. So this year you may want to lose some body fat, or you may want to build your glutes, or you may want to get super strong and lift really well in the gym, whatever it might be. So this kind of overarching, relatively broad goal. And then we kind of break it that down and and, okay, so if your goal is to lose, you know, to reach my, my ideal kind of body composition this year, okay, then the next step is, okay, I need to, this year I want to do a fat loss phase. So we've kind of broken it down into the next stage, but then a fat loss phase is going to be broken down into, okay, well, what are all the things that make up being in a fat loss phase and having a successful fat loss phase on the small scale, like the subordinate goals, the daily boxes to tick that are going to all add up to reach that kind of superordinate goal at the top there. 
So if it is fat loss, let's use that as an example, it seems to be quite a common one at this time of year, it might be three lifting sessions per week, three cardio sessions per week, being in an average calorie deficit for my 12-week fat loss phase, for example. And then on an even smaller scale, okay, what other things am I going to need to do in preparation for that? perhaps creating a bit of a meal plan or kind of more like a what I prefer to do with my clients is creating a bit of a menu so we give we think of kind of three different breakfast options three different lunch options five different dinner options a few different snack options and we know that each of those meals whichever way shape and form we kind of put them together we know they've all got a good protein source we know that they've got good micronutrients fruits and veggies we know that they're going to add up to their kind of target calories and so we've got that structure other things you might have to think about okay well I know that to lose fat successfully I need to do my best to recover well because I've got less energy around so sleep's going to be important right I'm going to have to look at my bedtime so right I'm going to have to set new bedtime goals for myself that's going to be bringing bedtime about an hour earlier perhaps getting up at this time keeping so you can see that actually reaching my desired body composition being the overarching goal the next one being okay to be in a fat loss phase whether it's like a 12-week fat loss phase whether it's longer whether it's shorter whatever it might be and then that is broken down into many components and so actually the focus for you should always be those components and perhaps we'll go back to fat loss again because it's a common one and it's easy to kind of explain perhaps it's not okay January 1st I'm going into a fat loss phase I pretty much do that with zero of my clients because for the past two weeks, you might not have been tracking. You might have been tracking a little bit, but not as much. You might have been having different foods to normal. Your digestion might be off. You will have been out a bit. Your sleep, you know, you're probably under recovered. Training's been a bit kind of here, there and everywhere. So you've not been in a consistent routine with that. So although it's so tempting to be like, right, fresh start, I'm going all in on January 1st or whatever it is if you do something that you can't see yourself being able to replicate six months down the line that is a resolution and that is a goal that's going to fail so with whatever your goal is I recommend building up to it and yes this is playing the long game it is being slower about it which mentally as humans we think oh well if I want to get where I'm going I need to get there as fast as possible they are the goals that will fail. So if you want to be smart about it and if you want to avoid that like typical news resolution that goes down the drain by, you know, the 20th of January, you've got to play the long game. And so, okay, let's build up to this week one of January. What is realistic? Okay, let me establish some foundations. Let's build some really strong foundations that we can build on top of. So I'm going to reset my bedtime and I'm going to get in a really good routine with my sleep and wait time this week. Okay, that's achievable, right? I'm going to get back into my regular training sessions this week. So I'm going to have a look at my diary and I'm going to plan out, okay, I've got a slot there, slot there, right? They're my three sessions, they're planned in, appointments with myself. I've got those three sessions planned in. Nutrition wise, God, I haven't tracked in ages. So maybe I'm going to focus this week on sticking to a regular eating structure. So I'm going to just give myself some basic guidelines to follow. Okay, three meals a day, two snacks. Roughly at these times, I'm going to have a protein source with every meal and I'm going to have a fruit and veggie with every meal. Okay, yeah, that's achievable. It doesn't feel overwhelming. I can do that. Right, first week complete. Okay, I'm starting to feel good. Right, next week, what's the next step I can take this week? 
I've got a good routine back with my kind of food. I think I'm ready to start doing a few days of tracking. So I'm going to track two days this week to get a bit of data about where I'm at. Those habits from week one stay and we build an extra one on. And you might say, and also I know that in my fat loss phase, I'm going to need to move a bit more and my expenditure is going to need to be a bit higher. So I'm going to introduce a Currently, I'm only about 4,000 steps. So, okay, let's aim for between 5,000 and 6,000. So I didn't go, okay, 10,000 steps a day because, again, we're playing the long game here. A few thousand more steps a day is achievable for this week. Let me set that for myself. That is just going to be one extra walk. And how can I be specific specific about this? Okay, I need to move more. We've got that. Okay, I'm going to set myself a step goal, 5,000 to 6,000. Good, nice and specific. How are you going to achieve that thing? So with all of these habits, it's okay, let's be specific about how you're going to achieve those things. Same with, okay, I need to go, I need to be in bed at 10. Okay, well, what, what does your evening look like to get you towards that point? That means doing your bedtime routine half an hour earlier it means having dinner half an hour earlier and so you've got to think about all those things around the new habits and so you can see that at the end of January after building up you could be at the point where you've been training regularly for a month you started to track kind of half of the week perhaps or you know some weeks you track most of the week whatever it might be you've got your steps up to a good place, you're feeling good, you know, your digestion and recovery is in a good place. And then you go, okay, I've got all these good foundations now. Let's go into a calorie deficit now. I feel like I'm ready to hit this kind of calorie goal. I've already got these good baselines. So it's just going to be perhaps, right, let's introduce two more, two cardio sessions per week. Maybe it's just like two 20 minute cardio sessions. And I'm going to bring my calories into a deficit. You know, I'm going to calculate that and put myself in a calorie deficit. And you can see how that is going to be so much more successful than someone going January 1st, right, calories at 1,500, I need 10k steps every day, right, let's do this, no alcohol, no this, no that. They are the goals that fail and I know it's human nature to want to get like go all in, go hard or go home but that is a surefire way to fail. That is how it might look like if your goal was fat loss. Now if you are just beginning in the gym and your goal is to build some really great glutes and get super strong this year okay well that might not look like from the first week of January right let's hit the gym five times per week I found this advanced program online so I'm going to follow that you know super high volume I'm going to eat this many calories I'm going to track perfectly every day and all of those things okay pretty much all goals will work in the short term and so you might you might keep that up for a few weeks but after having not trained much over Christmas and those kind of things coming back and smashing yourself five times a week in the gym your body is going to be in bits by you know by again like the middle of January you're probably going to get a bit you know you're frustrated you're feeling sore risking injury all of those kind of things okay instead right I am going to set myself a target for three days a week in the gym I'm going to find a program that is suitable for me online or I'm going to invest in myself and work with a coach who can create a tailored program for me to follow I'm going to get that external accountability so we can work together on this goal and I am going to be patient so yes you may be thinking about that 100 kilo hip thrust that you want to achieve but the 100 kilo hip thrust comes from first learning the hip thrust technique with just 
five kilos on the bar. And when you can understand that that end goal, we don't actually, you know, whilst you may think that that's what you want, actually what you want is the process and the feeling of improvement and getting stronger because trust me by the time you reach that 100 kilo hip thrust you'll forget that that was even your goal and you'll be looking to the next one it's this ever moving kind of goal post so break it down into the small steps exert some patience and work work towards these things in a gradual way and for any goal that is how they're going to be achieved so again when it comes to muscle building, getting some big glutes, getting super strong. Break it down into what the essentials are. We know what the key things are. Okay, if my if my main overarching goal is building muscle, I know that to do that optimally, I need to be in a bit of a calorie surplus. So you might say, actually, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a one for kind of skipping breakfast and, you know, those kind of things, right? That's a clear area where we can say, okay, I'm going to hold myself accountable to these three main meals and two mini meals every single day that's going to be my kind of eating structure I'm going to create a bit of a plan of action make sure I've got the foods in the house ready to do that I'm going to make sure that I'm getting enough protein to support this goal and you can see that whether it's fat loss or whether it's muscle building when you break it down and strip it down to these foundations they're kind of all the same it's honestly just oh calories higher for muscle building calories lower for fat loss but again building up to it okay I really want to improve my technique here so I'm going to start following some good people on Instagram there's so much great information out there online so I'm going to start learning and I'm going to start building my knowledge base through kind of podcasts and looking at technique videos because I really want to improve my technique in the gym and build my confidence there and so you can see breaking it down into these smaller achievable habits and behaviors all add up to that you six months down the line hitting your 100 kg hip thrust because you did made sure you had a protein serving at every meal and then you built on top of that and you added an extra training session and then you invested in a coach and then you did this and and they all build on top of each other new year's is a time when we're feeling probably quite highly motivated it's a a chance for a fresh start there's other contributing factors like the fact that you know gyms probably have a bit of a sale on or you know like fitness apps or some people's coaching might be on sale not I don't know if I agree with that but that's a story for another day you know there's all of those kind of things that help towards it you know people might have got some new gym gear for Christmas in your stocking and you're feeling good about that and everyone's ready to kind of make these changes and there's kind of a lot of negative connotations around that in the fitness world I guess the new year new me but I don't think it's completely useless to make set yourself some goals at this time of year it's just about how you do them and that's going to impact whether you reap the kind of success which is compounding small things over time or you do the thing that's so tempting to do you go balls to the wall really hard for a few weeks and as I said just think about it is if what I'm doing today I can't see myself being able to do every day from today six months down the line it's not going to work and you know when it doesn't work you end up feeling quite shit about yourself and it's just this constant cycle of another new year tried that out you know that didn't work for me whatever it might be and and it's just this horrible cycle and actually you end up feeling like worse about yourself than you did beforehand so 
play the long game, be patient, break it down. If you're serious about it, you can invest in other ways. Obviously, coaching is, in my opinion, and it might be biased because I am a coach, but it is the best possible way to reach your fitness goals without wasting time, without feeling that you're spinning your wheels. What I love about coaching is it helps people feel like their fitness journey is a shared experience. So it's like, we're doing this together. And sometimes when you're doing it by yourself, there can be these moments like, oh, what's the point? Or, oh, this just doesn't just just doesn't matter that much. You've got no one to check in with, say, okay, this is how this went, this is what I'm struggling with, be accountable to. Whereas with my clients, we're on we're in this together and we're talking about it and we're getting invested in it and we're making it feel like a thing that matters because it does matter. But when you're just doing it by yourself, it's hard to always feel like it matters or or you know you may feel as though are my struggles like valid it's easy to brush these things aside but with a coach and whether it's me or whether it's someone else or and whatever form that coaching is creating a shared experience is another really good way of hacking the system basically in terms of rate of success working towards your goals and that could be getting a coach but it could also be actually, you know, me and my friend actually really both want to start training. So you're going together or you create other external accountability and you tell other people about your goals. You tell, you tell your mum that you're, yeah, I'm going to, this year I'm looking to get really strong. Like I'm I'm definitely going to kind of be getting into the gym and you, you bring it into the world, create it, create that external ability and accountability from others. And obviously on the more like involved scale from a coach or from a mentor or from a personal trainer in the gym. So I don't like people shitting on New Year's resolutions. I think there's a good way to do them and I think there's a bad way to do them. But don't just write them off. I think it's a good opportunity for all of us. Um, it is Saturday, the 31st of December today, and I will be um, finalising my kind of goals for 2023. So I like to break mine down into kind of personal things, relationship things, fitness things. So I'll have probably have some running goals this year and obviously I have some gym goals and and those kind of things as well I'll have some business and finance goals too um so that's what I'm going to be doing today and I encourage you to do the same but I'll also be breaking it down to okay I want to achieve a half marathon maybe what what are the behaviors I'm going to need to do that how is that going to look next week and the week after and the week after how am I going to build up to that so it's not just this huge goal that seems quite scary I can make it seem quite doable by breaking it down like I've been talking about in this podcast. So I'd, I'd, I'd recommend you do the same. I don't think they're a waste of time. Um, but I think it's important we consider the best way of going about them. So I hope that was helpful. As always, if you do need that extra support and accountability and guidance through whatever your kind of fitness goal is this new year, just reach out to me. You can you know, send an inquiry for my online coaching um, via the link in, in my in the show notes sorry um and that that'll then i'll send you over the full information pack so that's no kind of you're not making a commitment when you fill that out you just receive your full information pack with all the details um how how the service works pricing all of those kind of things and then you get the chance to book your free discovery call to have a chat with me about your goals about how i might be able to help you um but for now that's all from me happy new year have a lovely week and hopefully you can kind of implement some of these tips and um goal setting structure ready ready for kind of the start of 2023